Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week, we're discussing WandaVision Episode 5 on a very special episode. So let's get into it with the recap. In the WandaVision television program, now during the 1980s, Wanda and Vision struggle to stop their kids from crying. Agnes arrives to look after the boys, but breaks character and asks Wanda if they should redo the scene. Vision questions Wanda about Agnes's behavior, but they are interrupted when Tommy and Billy suddenly age up to five years old, to which Agnes does not react. SWORD director Tyler Hayward believes that Wanda is a terrorist, while Monica Rambeau does not believe Wanda has malicious intentions. Hayward reveals that Wanda recently stole Vision's body from SWORD headquarters and resurrected him, disregarding the Vision's living will. Monica discovers that her clothing was transformed to match the design of WandaVision, and wonders if they can bypass this by using something era-appropriate. A dog appears at Wanda and Vision's home, and the boys ask to keep it. Agnes suggests that they name it Sparky, and Wanda almost reveals her abilities to Agnes, which concerns Vision. When Wanda and Vision decide the boys are too young to care for the dog, they age up again to 10 years old. At work, Vision reads an email from S.W.O.R.D. that reveals the situation in Westview. He breaks the trance over his coworker Norm, a real Westview resident named Abilash Tandon, who begs Vision to stop her until he reverts back to Norm. S.W.O.R.D. sends a drone from the 1980s into Westview and attempts to kill Wanda on Hayward's orders. She emerges from the static field surrounding the town with the drone and warns Hayward to leave them alone. During the commercial break, an advertisement for Lagos brand paper towels plays. After Sparky unexpectedly dies, the twins ask their mother to bring him back to life, but she says that they cannot do that and urges them to deal with their grief. Vision confronts Wanda about controlling the town, revealing that he cannot remember his life or identity before he came to Westview. Wanda says that not everything is under control and she does not know how this started. They are interrupted again when her dead brother Pietro arrives at the door. Watching the broadcast, Darcy Lewis notes that Pietro has been recast and has a different appearance. Dun dun dun! They recast Darren, I mean Pietro, because it is a lovely reference to the, the recasting of Darren from Bewitched back in the day. But I, I, I we all I think we all heard rumors because we're all nose to the grindstone when it comes to some of the casting stuff that so we knew even Peters was going to be involved at some point. But it was still up to debate what and in which regard. And here he is as X-Men Pietro. So. Yeah, to put an underline on it, uh, if you put on the audio description track on the episode, it specifically says Wanda opens the door and sees the X-Men version of Pietro. (laughs) So yeah, that's part of it. So he is playing the X-Men version of Pietro. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Also, I want to just quickly before we go into the Pietro thing, I want to put out a disclaimer. I am no longer a fan of Hayward. I feel like I've been led astray because of other you know, charming, good-looking, brash, you know, men of, of power in uniform who have come into position in, in recent other series. And I'm like, I realized that all are going to be like the Admiral. So I was I, I was led astray. And within minutes, I realized that I was wrong. So I just want to apologize to the viewers for that. I was wrong. He is an asshole. He is a dick. He may be the supreme villain of it all. Yeah, I was... Uh... I was on the fence about him last week, but I am solidly on Team Fuck Hayward. Yeah, and I think Wu and Darcy and everybody is on Team Fuck Hayward. Nobody, nobody likes Hayward. Um, I didn't like I didn't like the way he talked to Jimmy last week, and that's why I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. This week, yeah, no, 
No, completely. He's 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 a complete dick. He's I don't, he's very he has specific motives of his own that we do not know. I mean, I I mean, I think I know the motive. I think the entire reason why this is all happening is Sword was trying to turn Vision into a weapon or basically recreate Vision. It's always the it's always the the villains who project their own things onto another individual. They were like, oh, well, she was going against Vision's wishes. Nudge, nudge. Like, no, you were kind of vibe. Um, so that, I mean, he was, Vision was in various parts and they were working on him actively. So I don't think they were just disassembling him for his own peace. They could have just left him alone in a clo- in a closed door if they wanted to do that. No, they were experimenting and studying him. He was, uh, he was torn apart. So Wanda found out about that and went nuts. And that's what happened. And that could be a reason what started the whole thing in the first place. And it's a response to all that. But I think it's more than Hayward. Like that could just been the catalyst or part of the situation. I still think there's more to this than meets the eye. Something is additionally manipulating Wanda. I think that whole dog thing was an Agnes plant. It, it She just seemed prepared and seemed way too involved in the whole situation and being coming a catalyst to the after school special element of the whole thing. She was she was luring Wanda to resurrect that dog. She wanted Wanda to use those powers. I had two alternate reads on that situation. It was either Agnes killed Sparky to tempt Wanda into fixing it, or perhaps if she's not really the antagonist, maybe she killed Sparky to try and get Wanda to work through grief in a normal way. There is something about the way Agnes has been acting, especially in this last episode. It started with the episode before, but she's not the like always high energy nosy neighbor. There's been parts where she's kind of like pushed her head back and been like, I'm tired. This is just what's happening. Or there's an irony to something that she's saying. There's a sadness. There's a long, there's something more complicated happening on under Agnes's voice that I can't put my finger on yet, but it's there. She's not just behaving like jovial fake Agnes would if, if she's just playing the part. So is there manipulating happening to Agnes? Is there part of it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, like this, obviously a whole piece that we're missing here. Can I just say that I'm, I really liked the use of the very special episode trope. Yeah, no, the trope was amazing. Cause it was like, we dealt with some real shit in this episode and that's what it's for. And like, it's, we, not only did we deal with some real shit and real issues in the context of the sitcom, but we broke the whole, cre- with the whole credits thing and beyond, we broke the ninth wall like eight times. You know, it's like one with Agnes when we when she's like, do you want me to take that again? Go from the top. And Vision's like, what the fuck was that? You know, to the to to Wanda rolling the credits to stop an argument. And then Vision just and her going at it and jumping in the air. And that's like, that's reality. That's what's actually happening. It's like we are dealing with the real shit right here and now. Yeah, that part at the beginning with Agnes asking to do the take again. It was really interesting. And it was like she was talking to Wanda like Wanda was the director of the episode, which I mean, yeah, kind of maybe. Yeah, that's exactly how she was talking. Like, what do you want me to do? What's my motivation? How's that? Like she was talking like an actress would a director. It was like she noticed Vision going off of script and she was like, oh, let's try that again. And Vision's just like, what? You didn't see that? What was that? She was just confused. And I think that's the problem. Like Vision, just like when she was talking to the kids, like, oh, like dad needed a distraction. It's like, well, from us? No, 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 no. Because he was asking too many questions. And I can't allow that because if he has too many questions, then the whole thing breaks down and then he might die or you might not exist. Or I don't know what's happening here because I myself am slightly victimized by either my own spell or whatever's happening here, which I can't really know or talk about. Yeah. Can we can we talk about the fact that the kids seem to be immune to Wanda's magic? 
Yeah, but they always were. Going back to Tony Stork, like whatever is the spell that made the kids, it is being powered by something else that's more powerful than Wanda or is is completely ignoring Wanda's powers. You know, it's accented by them because I think they needed Wanda's powers to, to come into existence. But something else is keeping Wanda from like controlling or altering the course of what's what these kids are doing. I thought it was interesting that the kids actually noticed, oh, hey, today was supposed to be Saturday. Like they they saw through Wanda, you know, changing the date and sending Vision off. The kids are immune to whatever spell is is going on with that, which means that, again, there's another force, whether it's Hayworth, whether it's Dottie, whether it's Agnes, whether it's combination, all all of it, whether it's something more, because I'm sure it's going to be something more complicated or something incredibly more simple than we thought of. It's something, whatever it is, it makes me think that the kids are the ones that conjured Pietro because like they brought, they brought him up, you know? And then like, she was like, I didn't do that. Like when the knock came, like that wasn't me. And she sincerely means it. Like it was not her. And she was equally a surprise to see her alternate brother standing right there. Yeah. I have two theories on that. In my mind, either Wanda or possibly the kids subconsciously plucked the X-Men version of Quicksilver out of the multiverse or it's Mephisto cosplaying as Evan Peters. I'm hoping that I forget the name of the actor who played uh, Quicksilver Kickass. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Thank you. I hope that Kickass is in the show too, both because I don't want it to be just like, well, we couldn't get the thing. I want it to be an intentional use of this character to be X Men version of Quicksilver. Like, this has to mean something. And not just like, well, we couldn't get him or we have issues or whatever like that. I mean, I think it's clearly a ploy to open up the multiverse because we're going to be dealing with a multiverse of madness. Yes. And I still think that Wanda's going to be a heavy antagonist to that. Um, Again, not the villain, but antagonist like right here. She I believe she is still the antagonist, as we saw in this episode, which leads me to even say that, like, I feel like that wasn't Wanda coming out of that field like not completely I feel like there was something else at work there I feel like she's kind of let herself go and like if we're dealing with possession and that kind of thing taking control of her there was something about her that just didn't seem normal Wanda when coming out of that field even as a warning even though technically that was the most normal we've seen Wanda yeah even still I still feel like there's something else going on in there I think subconsciously she is asking for help that's why some of the things happened the way they did. That's why Rambo was able to get in there in the first place. Like, I think she's sending out little little subconscious signals for help. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Hayward and Sword are what incited this whole thing. Because when Wanda is confronting them in the episode, she's like, I have everything I need and no one will ever take it from me again. And she looks very pointedly at director Hayward. So I had two readings on that one. Yes. The obvious like that Hayward took the body, like sword took the body and she's not happy with that. And she has it back now. So fuck you. Um, Two, I, I read it as, as Thanos killed vision and no one's ever going to take that from me again. So there's that like thing. Like I'm not going to, I'm traumatized by the fact that vision was killed and I'm not going to let that happen again. So fuck off and go away. Did you like how she pulled a Magneto with those guns? Oh, I love that. I fucking love that moment. I, I, I think I squeed it in real life. Um, seeing that. And plus the way they did it, just the cinematography of that whole scene. My God, it was so awesome. The, 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 the stuntmen who were doing the military work, just bravo to them for really, making those very mechanical, smooth movements 
in between it all really showed that some other power was at work. Such great filmmaking. I love it. The show is still top notch. I am glad that it's going to be split between like the episode and the real world. Yeah. This longer episodes, which we predicted was going to be a possibility. And now we're getting half here, half there. And it keeps changing formats, and I fucking love it. Also, this was my this is my new favorite theme song. I had this rolling around in my head for the last four days. Like, it's the growing pains, family ties. It's all of them. There's the shot by shot of the full house thing. The theme itself is very growing pains. The set is very family ties. The 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 intro credits are a blend of the two. Um it, it's just it was so beautifully done seeing just 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 seeing a vision in a Easter bunny outfit is worth the price of admission to this whole thing. You know what? I liked turkey vision. I liked Santa vision. But those photos of child vision are going to haunt me for the rest of my days. Yeah, I was kind of expecting like this, like when I saw what they were doing, I was like, oh, we're going to get like vision in the in in the in the, the cradle. We're going to get vision, you know, like picking up the hammer for the first time. Like they'll go through the MCU. But no, it's they went for the full on. We're making baby vision and we're making <laughs> Like, okay, we're going that route. I guess because he doesn't have any memory, which we brought up here. He doesn't remember anything before. Also, I like the photo of teenage Wanda just like in like war-torn Sokovia. (laughs) Yeah, looking all happy with a little smile on her face, of course. Did you catch in the little like park scene in the opening that's very like full house reminiscent? Vision is pretending to eat food with his kids and then throwing it over his shoulders because he doesn't actually eat. The level of brilliance in the opening credits visually and musically because the song works so fucking well too they're just figuring it out as they go along and they, I, I guess it shows that maybe there isn't a plan and wanda and from wanda's perspective she's just figured trying to make it work she doesn't know what she's doing going back to the commercial i, I still am with my infinity stone theory so i i'm i'm re- rebranding the first one as the mind stone so the toaster with the, with the little button on the head that's the mind stone yep and then the time stone with the watch then the space stone, and this would be the reality stone. You know what? This is the commercial that sold me on that theory because that red liquid that it was cleaning up, I was like, mm, that really does look like the ether. Joseph might be onto something. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, they could have picked any fucking color, and granted, red has been the color we've been using to showcase everything. I mean, based on what we've seen, like, four out of the four commercials could possibly make sense for that, and there's only, like, two more time periods left, so it's another... Hexagons, six. Infinity Stones, six. Six different time periods, six, six, six. The devil, Mephisto. And you notice that they, when they were doing all the thing, like I expected to see her parents. Like, oh, her parents, like daughter two, blah, 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 blah. I expected for them to have visuals and that confirmation. But no, they just, no pictures, no nothing. So are they her parents? We don't know. Like we got names though, Irina and Oleg. Mm-hmm. And he looks like an Oleg. Oh yeah, he's, oh man. I mean, he's... Of all the people I've ever seen, he looks the most like an Oleg. And I agree with you that they're also traumas. They're all traumas. I mean, Lagos. When you make a mess you didn't mean to make. Yikes. Speaking of fucking Lagos, fuck you, Hayward, bringing up Lagos like it was her fault in Germany. Fuck you, man. Wanda was on the right side of history for that. Fuck you and your Sokovia Accords. Te- you know what? I'm going to give it to him. Like, technically, yes, perhaps Wanda Maximoff might fit the definition of a terrorist but he was glossing over like the fact that she was part of the Avengers and 
I, I really liked that Jimmy and Monica were stepping in to like defend her. Jimmy was great because it was like, oh, that's an oversimplification of events, but sure, let's go with that. Um, he tried. He tried to educate everyone calmly about everything that was going on, but not nothing. He was not having it. He was like, oh, whatever happened in Lagos in Germany? Ha ha ha. I was like, come on, man. One that wasn't her fault. And it's like, yeah, a bomb went off that she didn't, you know, it wasn't her bomb. She was trying to get it away to stop from killing Steve and all the people on the ground. And so she sent it up and yeah, it blew up. She was trying to save people. Same thing with Sokovia itself. Like the Avengers didn't, do, I mean, Tony technically could take outside of Tony. <laughs> everyone else is like, we're just, we're just working here. We're just trying. And especially after fucking Endgame. My God, everyone. Everyone should just tear up their Sokovia Accords at that point in time. There is no point for the Sokovia Accords at this point in time. Who who, who on the team who is left alive supports the Sokovia Accords still? I mean, of that group of Avengers, yeah, they're, they're pretty much all dead or didn't sign. There are no Sokovia Accords, in my opinion. And I feel like the human race should have been like, yeah, that was inconvenient, but we're all still alive, so yay. They shouldn't hold a grudge. And speaking of grudges, Captain Marvel was 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 definitely a source topic for, for our dear Monica. Yeah, I did I did really enjoy how meta that conversation was. Like, oh, well, you know, Wanda definitely could have torn apart Thanos if he didn't uh, initiate a blitz, and no one else came close, and then Jimmy's like, well, know about that captain marvel came kind of close like it was a it was a geek conversation it was it was something that would be at a convention it was great again like jimmy and darcy and also monica like they're us they're us nerding out and like comparing power levels and that kind of shit definitely jimmy and darcy which i find ironic that jimmy and darcy are the x-file like mcu real agents here while wanda and vision have a sitcom because they're the two sitcom stars. Like, the actors who played Darcy and Jimmy are the sitcom stars of the group, whereas Vision and, and, and Wanda are, are film stars. It's, it's, it's a funny little twist on how it all panned out. So why do we think that Monica is steamed about Captain Marvel? Um, I think because Captain Marvel hasn't shown up since like she never checked in from monica's perspective captain marvel's been gone since she was that little girl in that moment and she never i bet her mom was like no 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 she's gonna come back carol's gonna come back carol's gonna and she never came back and then when she did come back and help the avengers save everybody you know like monica had been gone for five years i get maybe she might have checked in on her mom we don't know that possibly from monica's perspective her mom died waiting for Captain Marvel. I bet we'll have a moment in in Captain Marvel 2 where we where we have a flashback of like Carol and her mom having a moment. I still think we may see Maria in this because they were really pushing the 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 trauma in that first episode too much whether that was to give us insight into just her her intro and to set up the character or I feel like we we may see her even if just as an hallucination or an illusion. We'll see. Setting that up is it you set that up for a reason. She's upset about her mom, obviously, and upset about Captain Marvel. I mean, that even could be the big the big actor that comes in later. It could be Captain Marvel. could be Doctor Strange. We don't freaking know. We know there's a big cameo coming because Elizabeth Olsen was talking about that. If that wasn't Evan Peters. It's not even Peters. It's like it is surprising and it's eye-opening and it's awe-inspiring and like where is this going? Um, but it's not like, oh, here's Wolverine. Oh, here's Magneto. Oh, here's... Tony Stark is back and, you know, whatever, however we want to play it. 
Um, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Can we talk about Monica's X-rays? Does she have superpowers already? It's. I think she's turning into photon. Just because she got she got ejected. I th- not just for because she got ejected. I think some. I think. I think between this the the blip between the radiation that's going on like twice that she put herself through. You know, it's not like she. I think everybody in the town is safe, but she literally put herself through the radiation twice. Plus, with the with the whatever Bonda used to like douse her with, I think something. Some reality changing has happened inside her. And so maybe she might have gotten something that's starting up. She she doesn't know yet. And we, the audience, should know. But her blood work was all fucked up and her x-rays. An ongoing theme throughout the episode is Vision increasingly questioning the nature of his reality. Which, I mean, has been a theme for the past couple episodes. But, like, he's getting he's getting really in it. He's, he's got a lot of agency, especially in this episode. My heart broke for him. Because, expect, like, when, when, he was, when he admitted it, he's like, I don't know what is going on. Like, I'm scared. I am scared. And, like, that's when she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, like, that calmed her down. Because it realized he's not just being a dick to be a dick. He's, he, he just doesn't understand. You know, she's erased his memories from all this point, or he never had them to begin with. Whatever it is, he's terrified and is confused and doesn't know what's going on. And his and in his brain, he's trying to work out problems like any normal person would. And whatever reason, like he's he's a little bit more immune than the others. You know, she can control him up to a point, but he still is his own person. The thing that Vision says that got me the most was you can't control me like you can control them. And Wanda was like, can't I? And then roll credits. And creepy laugh track, too. Yes, because that's the point. Like, that's what I mentioned, like, an episode or two ago. Like, the laugh tracks are getting creepier. They're there, yes, to remind us that it's a sitcom. But there are times when it's counter to the feelings of what Vision is experiencing and it's not funny. It's supposed to be intentionally uncomfortable. Yeah, points. exactly. And it's, I guess, just a brilliant way of showing that and making it more uncomfortable. I mean, again, I'm, I still question if this is real vision or if this is like Wanda's subconscious that is acting as vision. The one thing that was said in the episode that made me wonder again if, if it really is the real vision or not is he said, we are usually so much of the same mind early in the episode. I mean, what if they're really of the same mind yeah no it could be I, I i think that was just poetic talk though the way vision talks it, it was there was a few points in this episode as it becomes more and more like the vision that we know um i i i realize that there's a specific style in the way that vision specifically speaks and that's that's what's coming out like i could see this man sitting there brooding over the fact that the sokovia accords were a disaster you know, sitting there across in an empty Avengers hall. Like I could see him being the one talking about like the, the, the catastrophe of, of all these people with powers and dealing with that. And that's how he speaks. That's him. Um, And when you get to have those moments, you see the real vision there. I think this, whether it's magic or technology or something or other, I'd like to think there is elements of the real vision in here but something is blocking throughout or like a reboot, you know, like they, they reconstructed him as best they could, you know, or they took his memories from what was like a save point 
Maybe they have just whatever the Wakandas got, you know, before the whole system died and then just like erased and or blocked what it was. We can go on forever about what it could be because there's so many possibilities within universe you can go to. Bottom line is I'm sure we'll figure that out in the next four episodes. And it's this is a limited series, right? Four episodes and it's over. It's done. Like, that's it. Like the movie's over. I mean, this is a pretty limited concept. I don't think this is something that you could turn into an ongoing series. No, and I don't think anyone should. I, I like the fact that, that Marvel is doing these limited series. The Vision himself said in Age of Ultron, a thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. Yeah, that's nice. Good work there. Disney Plus made me rewatch it. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I've watched, I, I watched all the Avengers movies all over again. It's, it's great to go back and see all the connections between it all. And I liked... I liked Vision's hair more in, in, in Infinity War. I didn't like his 80s style haircut. He looked like such a, an 80s cokehead yuppie. If chewing gum fucks up his system, I can't imagine what cocaine would do to him. Oh, gods. <laughs> cocaine doesn't exist in, in in Westview. Probably not. Can we talk about how unsettling it was for Norm getting busted out of the false reality? Yeah, that, that just shows that there's... And he kept saying she, she. And I don't think he's talking about Wanda. I don't think he's talking about Wanda. Yeah, think, it was purposefully left vague. Yeah. And it's like he, he was obviously extremely in pain and traumatized by the entire scenario, um, which shows everybody in Westview are probably in the exact scenario of that. Something that was interesting in episode four, uh, when they were putting those dossiers together on the on like the wall of information. So I'm not sure if that was like a production error or if it was like an Easter egg for the next episode. But on Norm's dossier in episode four, it basically described this event where Norm was woken up by vision and expressed concern for his father and sister before returning to being Norm. Interesting. That might've been a production snafu, but they were like, no one's going to look at that. They looked at that. Um, Or maybe it'll come in later as like, that's why they wrote it so quick and so close. Like they could have put, they could have put like a recipe for Turkey on those dossiers. I mean, or maybe it's happened multiple times. If there are episodes that we're not seeing and we know that Wanda has reset Vision a couple of times, like maybe this is something that's happened. Maybe. And that's a question. Like, are there more episodes that we, the audience, are not seeing? Are there episodes? Because I feel like for Darcy to say I'm invested feels like there's more episodes than, than, than meets the eye. The showrunner confirmed that there are episodes we're not seeing. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's a whole. There could have been, there could have been like whole seasons that have transpired it's been a few days if it's running non-stop they tune in oh man this is a repeat oh we'll wait wait 30 minutes and see if a new episode pops up <laughs> so darcy finally got her coffee and jimmy's the guy who gave it to her i know i know i hope that they i hope they have a lovely wedding jimmy woo is such a catch he's such an amazing character he is he's so sweet and endearing he makes up for like the asshole of hayworth um because he's just he's so excited and happy to be a part of everything but still like a stand-up guy and strong and he's not naive he's just really excited and enthusiastic about things yeah i dig it and i also dig that darcy is just quirky like i really liked that she named the phenomena the hex yeah and it worked and she's like she re- it's like see you called the hex <laughs> and monix is like yeah okay Monica, Monica doesn't have patience enough for these two. I feel like she's like, she's like, oh, great. I'm stuck with these guys. You know that tweet that was going around about uh, an X-Files style show, like starring Jimmy Woo? Yeah, Boss Logic did some art to it that, that I saw that I love. It's just like, it's just a close-up of a suit with like a badge and he's holding up like his cards the way like you'd hold up magic cards. 
apparently that tweet gained so much traction that the guy who wrote it is now writing a pitch for Marvel that he's presenting to them. So we might we might actually get a Disney plus Darcy and Jimmy Woo X-Files spinoff. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. I'm super down. Who do we think that aerospace engineer that Monica knows is? My first reaction was Reed Richards. Yep, that was mine too. That my, that my first reaction was that's that's Reed because there's no one else. If Tony was alive, it would have been Tony. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of who else in the Marvel universe are like engineers or like really good at that kind of shit. Like Tony's dead, so it can't be that. I don't think it would be the the Hulk. I don't think it's. I don't think she'd call up Professor Hulk for this. Um, so I, I'm gonna. Th- and this is Sword, and Sword is dealing with all this shit. So I think this could be a a soft slight reference introduction to what would be the fantastic four yeah that was a rumor going around before this episode and i think this just kind of strengthened that that rumor yeah that's that's that was my that's my only answer to be honest because it was like it's either reed richards or it's not going to matter but like it's such an obvious statement to make obviously it's going to come back and be important to something or it's not but it probably will because it's marvel yeah, it's Marvel, so it's like, it may not be important here, it may not be important in this series, it may not be important for four fucking years, but it's going to be important at some point. So they were really fucking lampshading Wanda and her nicknames, or her lack of nicknames. Yeah, she's the only one who doesn't have it, and I was trying to remember, like, did they call her the witch ever? Tony referred to her as a witch, because he she kind of put him under a spell, but I think it was just kind of in passing. Yeah, so she never got the Scarlet Witch title, which means she'll probably get it after this one. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what Kevin Feige said in interviews. Like, by the end of the series, she will earn that title. She will become the Scarlet Witch. So that's why they, they said it that way. They're reminding the audience that she doesn't have a nickname. No alias, no funny nicknames, and Jimmy's just like, nope. She's Wanda. What's the over-under on Darcy naming her? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Darcy is the... um. She's the Cisco Ramon. She's the Cisco Ramon. <laughs> so <laughs> Darcy's definitely going to name her. Or that or Jimmy Woo might get it in before her, just because, like, let's just give it to Jimmy. Man, she's some kind of Scarlet Witch. witch. <laughs> Keeping it. <laughs> Vision brings it up again that there are no children in Westview, and up until now, we haven't seen any besides these kids, but... In the next episode, or at least I think in the 90s episode, there's going to be a trick-or-treating scene, and there are kids. So what do we think about that? I think Wanda learned her lesson and is, and or whoever's just powers involved and has conjured up a lot more families. But where have they been? Maybe they were just all stuck inside. She didn't need them for all the wide shots. Because we didn't really get out and do wide shots. We were on a soundstage, you can tell, in these you know, which that's in the 80s, you got a little bit more of that. In early 90s, you got a little bit more of that. But it wasn't until the late 90s, early 2000s, where you actually filmed the sitcom almost just as much as you would film a regular film. Like, you had more sets that looked more natural in the open world. Time to bring in the extras. We've got a bigger budget now, guys. Exactly, exactly. God, I wonder what if they're paradising for the 90s. Or homaging, not paradising. Homaging. I don't think parody is is really the right word for this. For the for the nineties, I mean, I would think that it would be more Full House, maybe Family Matters. Give me another one though. There's got to be more. I'm 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 forgetting my nineties sitcom tropes. Seinfeld was the nineties. Oh man, I would kill for a hard Seinfeld parody. Yeah, that would be fucking amazing. Friends was the one I was forgetting that I was like active in my brain. Like I'm forgetting a big one. We'll see. Would you say it's time to roll credits? I think it's time to roll them credits. Roll them.
All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.